0: Welcome to the Gap, This is the Gab. Yeah. They should have never gave you a platform. Let's get it. Let's get it, get it, get it, get it, get it, get it, get it. Ooh. What's good with y'all out there? I'm your host, Kamal. We have another episode of The Gap, Ooh. Snaps. Hey, man. If you're listening or if you're watching, give yourself a hand clap. I appreciate y'all. Get up the air horns, you know. The kids are happy, too. I don't know if they should be watching this, but if they is, hopefully they learn some shit. Uh, looky, man, for my tubers. YouTube been around since 2005. I don't need to tell y'all what to do to get the video or the channel booming. But for my potters out there, I'm on Apple Podcasts, I'm on SoundCloud, and I'm on Google Podcasts. All you got to do on all platforms is type in Kamal Johnson E-N-T, or the gab, and bam, I pop right up. And for the tubers out there, sub and share, sub and share, sub and share. You feel me? Ooh-wee. Y'all know the format of the show, so we just going to hop right into it. And we got to talk about what's going on with the WNBA and they goddamn salary. And the way I'm going to tie this in, I'm going to tie this in what's going on with Brittany Griner in Russia. We all know what's happening. She got detained. You feel me? She was detained for like three, week, three weeks prior. We didn't even know about it. We just hearing the story now. And you know, she was over there. She got caught doing something illegal. But for the most part, she was over there to hoot because WNBA players have to go oversee to offset, the amount that they're getting paid over here. Because they ain't really getting paid how they're supposed to be getting paid. Because there's like this salary cap thing. It's like the the owners can't pay as much as they want to and things like that. It's, look at this crazy stat of the average a WNBA player get. Look at this. This shit, Wow. A tax manager get paid more than them. A, a motherfucking senior engineer get paid more than them. A tax analyst get paid more than them. This is crazy, bro. These niggas are giving us entertainment. And they ain't getting paid the right amount. You feel I me? Mean? Yeah, but we, we know that, or if you're really paying attention, that, you know, women WNBA players, Get paid less than NBA players. To my shock, the amount they get paid. I sorry. I kind of knew, but then I really researched uh, a couple days ago and today and shit. And I was like, what though? They getting paid 120k. That's it. The average player. So that means the below average player. Some of them getting hit with probably like 40 or 50k. They getting paid the amount of an average black man in America, and that ain't a lot. God damn it. Dang. My sources, the damn internet. But yeah, she got detained. And me personally, I don't think Britney Grinder would be out there if she got paid the amount that she deserves. The highest that a WNBA player could get paid is 220K. And I rounded it up because it's like 217K, to be honest. <laughs> what? What? That's the highest they could get paid? Now, I know some of you stupid motherfuckers out there, and I be having, you know, conversations, debates, arguments, whatever you want to call it, with other people and other dudes and stuff. And they're like, well, if they put more butts in the seat, then uh, they should get paid more. Shut your stupid ass up. I know most, most of you motherfuckers don't even know how to play basketball, and you all know, talking this bull malarkey. Or they be like... Well, if it was more exciting and women wasn't doing just layups and shooting, blah, blah. I'm like, these women will bust your ass in hoops and y'all want to talk this bullshit. What the hell y'all talking about? You know what I mean? One thing I do agree with, with y'all though out there when they we, we be talking and stuff is the, uh. Now, if they had a woman yamming on the motherfuckers, oh, snap. I mean, not, not the little, you know, baby dunks and shit like that. You know what I mean? I can't dunk no more. My knees, I got old nigga knees. I got arthritis in my knees, so I can't be jumping and doing all that stuff. You feel me? But yeah, I used to can handle motherfucker here and there back in the day and stuff. But if they had a chick do it, and I saw a video, they had this chick in high school, and she was high glam, yand on a motherfucker. Now she getting in the WNBA and on a motherfucker. I'm telling you, hey, you right. Them ratings might go through the roof. You feel me? Ten to a 360 Gahakim? You be like, what the f-? <laughs> So in that aspect, I do agree. Cause it would bring a little bit more excitement than the excitement they already have. You know, you know what I mean? Man, these these women, man, they be they be fundamentally sound. That shit be good. The but to be honest, I'm gonna be honest with y'all, I haven't really been watching sports like that as much lately. When I was watching sports, I was watching WNBA, you feel me? They was killing. Let a woman get out there and start Yucca King King on her motherfucking neck. Oh, it's over. And they better start opening up the salary cap. They already should do it, you feel me? Hey, shout out to the motherfuckers out there that uh gave the uh the women's soccer team they just do a amount of payment, you feel me? Good shit, you feel me? Hell yeah. Good stuff. Now let's do it for the WNBA, goddammit. I can't believe the most they get paid 220 motherfucking K. Damn! That's crazy. That is insane. That salary needs to go up. And I'm glad like NBA players, they're starting to give recognition to it. Like, yo, man, it this, this need to change. This is bullshit. You know why I need to change? So shit like this wouldn't happen to Brittany Griner. I guarantee if she ain't paid pay more, she not out there trying to hoop in Russia. I guarantee it. Argue me if you want. Argue me if you want. You bum-ass niggas that don't know how to play basketball, saying that bull malarkey, argue me right now if you want. You know damn well I'm telling the goddamn truth. Y'all niggas be sucking in basketball, drilling all off your goddamn shins and knees. I know you weak-ass niggas doing layups like this. Talking about all oh, the WNBA was more exciting than we're just doing shit. Y'all niggas shooting like this. Weak ass motherfuckers. Like I said, I got my search from the damn internet. It's everywhere. Conclusion, what I think and what needs to happen. Up the salary cap for the WNBA players. They deserve it. And this is bullshit on how much they're getting paid. I didn't know they were getting paid that little. That is f- crazy. Even though 220K is a lot of money to the average person, but let's be real, what they bring to the table, they deserve way more motherfucking money. Goddamn. And this wouldn't happen to Brittany Griner. I guarantee that shit, cause she would not be in pressure f- trying to hoop and then get caught up with some illegal stuff. WNBA salaries. Get that bullshit out of here. God damn, they need to raise it. Anyway. Oh, Snaps. You know what segment we about to get into? Ooh, we about to get into the sad Se- segment. segment. Uh-huh. And this, uh, this series right here, this daco series had, like, I didn't know what to expect when I was watching it. I, I, I seen the trailer, and I was like, alright, let me give it a chance. You know, it was, like, number one, number two on Netflix, and I was like, Alright, yeah, you know I mean, I done had some some shitty roommates before. I ain't gonna disclose their names, but they know who the f they is. They Giggity. shitty, don't clean up after themselves, motherfuckers dirty. These niggas <laughs> and they sleep schedule, I didn't like it and all that type of ordeal. But they weren't as worse as the worst roommate ever. Oh my god. Holy Harriet. I was like, what? That first episode, all right, you give you the stats. IMDb gave it 7.3, and Rotten Tomatoes didn't even give it a score yet. But you know what I say about them critics? Well, they, they ain't really agreeing with me, so fuck them critics. <laughs> but the people gave it 92%, so we on the same... Let me give the people a goddamn hand clap for that. We on the same page. This shit, y'all. I see y'all out there. Uh-huh. This came out March 1st, 2022. Uh, and this was created by Blumhouse Television. Um, I don't know if Bloomhouse Television is in cahoots with Bloomhouse Productions. But Bloomhouse Productions deals with a lot of horror films and scary stuff. So I don't know if they want in the two. But this was like some psychological, could-be-scary-to-some-people type of DACO series. And like the title, it says itself the worst roommates ever cuz they were terrible roommates you feel me first episode this was a uh five episode one of the uh one of the stories had two parts first episode they talked about the worst granny ever granny kill your ass that should have been her name she granny murk she going to murk your ass in a millisecond but yeah it was it was basically this chick, you know, she uh, she had like a heart upbringing and all that in the past, blah, blah, blah. We ain't going to talk about that. Go watch the show. You will understand. But she was a granny killer. She was the, I don't know if she was the first or second serial killer or serial woman killer. And yes, she was white. You feel me? I mean, it's like serial killers is like, that, white people got that. That's in y'all culture. <laughs> that's in y'all culture. be serial killers, bruh. What the hell? <laughs> Not all white people, but y'all, y'all know that's y'all culture, man. Y'all know that's what y'all do. But um, yeah, she was she was an old lady, and at first she like back back in the day, younger. She scammed a lot, so this came in with her scam, and when she got older. She usually take people that had disabilities, people that didn't really have families to look after them. They uh, usually has mental health issues. She take them in the home, have them live like downstairs in their little basement thing and stuff like that. Um, And, you know, down the line, she murked they ass, but nobody suspected anything. Cause after she murked them, she's still taking a social security disability checks. And then she used that money to like fun politicians and things in her local community, so everybody looked at her like, "Oh my god, this is the best, best granny ever!" Oh my god! And if, oh yeah, she she's so totally dope, bro. She gives us money, and it's like, a, y'all do no background on her. Y'all ain't do no Google searches, cause that's what they did on the show. A simple Google search and all this shit popped up. We we're like, damn, she's scamming everybody. She's a scam artist. And now she's murdering people. And what it was is like, the detectives, they uh, somebody was like, yo, I'm seeing her dig holes in the back. And these people ain't coming out of the house. What's happening to them? So then, you know, they got the warrant and stuff like that down the line. Then they start digging. And then, all right, she, uh, right when they're digging the hole, she came out. They found something. She went like, I got to go visit my my nephew down the street. Detective was like, you know what? Go ahead. We can't stop you. Go go ahead, all right? And literally 30 minutes later, a Bean hit a damn bone or something. And it was like a, a, a feeble bone or the, the shin bone. You feel me? Y'all correct me out there if y'all know what, what it is. I think it's a feeble bone. But, bow hit it. You know what? they like, oh, my gosh, he's burying people. Oh, granny, the granny killer. Man. And then, you know what? She was long gone. But they called her a couple of days later. You feel me? But it's like, damn, she just got away like that. But yeah, man, it was just somebody you never expected to be a killer. The granny killer. So, you know, that first episode had me hooked. I was like, oh, shit. Second episode. That shit was good, too. Basically, it was this uh, woman. She was in the military, got out the military, was going to school and stuff like that. Her mom was her roommate. This was in Orange County, too. They call it Orange City which I don't the orange. Come on. The orange. No, the orange. The orange. Oh my god, that sounds so stupid. Hated it. But anyway, not not a lot of crime happens out there in Orange County, California. We all know that. So, this was like a big deal. So, she her mom was like, you know, uh I think her her mom passed away or something. I could be wrong. But she needed a roommate, and what she do? The cardinal Freaking sin of finding roommate. She went on Craigslist and put out an ad. And this dude named Joy Coy. Was it Joy Coy? I think it was. Uh, Yeah, he actually went to the ad. You feel me? He was like, yo, man, you know, I, I want to be your roommate. And I knew what was going to happen before they even had the whole episode. I'm like, oh, older Asian dude. The younger, spanish kid chick, she start taking him in, showing him around family and stuff like that. What happens? Yes, he falls in love with her, and now he's starting to get all antsy. And then she's telling him, like, you probably look better if you're dressed this way, or, you know, this and that. Like, you look good in that. So he started doing it. Then he got plastic surgery to make himself look younger. And then what happened after that? Yeah, you guessed it. He murdered her out of a crime of passion. Loved her. And some of you women out there in a some capital S O M E some of you women out there is like, oh my god, that's real love. If nobody fights for me like that, I don't want it. Oh god. What? What? What the what are you talking about? What the hell? <laughs> Yeah, but like, Craigslist roommates. Never, ever, ever get a roommate off Craigslist. That's what episode episode two taught him. He killed her. He was just trying to make up shit. He was like trying to act dumb and trying to have an accent when he been living in California his whole life. So he tried to act stupid, like I the uh but, I the, uh I went to the store. I I got the the uh the roommate love. Everybody looking at him like Oh, oh! now you don't know how to talk. Oh, now you're, the cat got your tongue. Okay. Episode three. Actually, this was the weakest episode out of all of them. It was called Marathon Man. It was a dude in Chile. He actually didn't kill nobody, but he attempted. He, um, he went out there. The crazy thing about this episode, though, this motherfucker scammed the whole goddamn country. He scammed the country of Palestine. He said he was running in the marathon for Palestine because he was Palestinian and he wanted to put the uh country on the map. Guess what guess what uh race he was? He was Lebanese! What the f <laughs> nobody do Google searches. Nobody searched these people's background. But yep. scammed them out hell of hella money. Was scamming the people that he roommate out with chili with hella money. And then he scammed this one dude. Uh, out of like 120k, because what he did he told him like, yo, I got you. I could buy you property out here. We could get into this together. And bro, white dude from London, he was like, okay, sounds like good business. I'm gonna do it. Stupidest thing ever he could have done was leave the money with bro. Just left it with him. Never found that money again. And they got to altercation. He picked up a club like a a, a goddamn K man and cut right in the back of his head. End of that story. Didn't kill him though. They started putting the dots together. Then the uh, one roommate with the chick. The chick didn't like him. She had suspicions. She was like, something off with this nigga. But see, the thing is, everybody else liked him. He was such a likable guy. He was so nice. People out there, stop falling for the bull malarkey. These people be all acting nice and doing all this bullshit. And then they scam. So he was scamming them too. Scammed her. Ah, uh, you know, a little bit though. And then like he took her, they went out and had hung out for the first time by themselves. And she was starting to warm up to him, like kinda cool, Do you know what I mean? Then she spoke. I'm gonna glasses for this one. Cause this was the stupidest shit. And, and I don't know how people fall for this shit, but he told her he was like, you know what? In this warehouse, there's a golden toilet. Ew, golden toilet! Oh my god! <laughs> A golden toilet, are you serious? My god, sweet baby black Jesus. What are you thinking? So she was like, uh, I kinda I don't know if I believe it, but I went to the warehouse anyway. Oh, uh, at first he told me it was a house, and then we got there as an abandoned warehouse. First red flag, and she still went in there. So, what happened? Went in there, you feel me? Start talking, and he I guess his his uh weapon of choice is pick up something off the ground and kill <laughs> In the back of the head. So he blinked her in the back of the head, you feel me? She was like, oh. knocked out or whatever. Then he thought she was dead, rolled her up, and kind of like uh, threw her on the side somewhere. Rolled her up in some type of carpet thing. And then like, she was alive. And she, God, yeah, same day, got herself out the f- carpet, bruh. She digged herself out, you feel me? And she went over to the other roommates. And she like that was like, I oh, he tried to kill me. All oh, this motherfucker's crooked. He a sadistic bastard. You know why? Because he was there. He was the a, a first person she saw. And you know what happened? He was like, oh, my God, here she is. I've been worried about you. Oh, God. Why? Who did this to you? You know you did it, motherfucker, you crazy son of a bitch. Wow. Wild as hell. Then you had the last episode. This was a two-part episode. And, um... Man, this... uh, Man. This motherfucker crazy, but it taught me something about the laws out here when it comes to housing and it's total bullshit! The squatter law! He was using that shit to his advantage. So basically it was this dude, he was in the law, but he failed the bar and stuff like that, and he never became a lawyer. And like, to his family, he was looked at as a disappointment compared to his brother. His brother was like... You know, top dog and shit like that. So he was out there and he starts scamming. And the way he starts scamming was using the squatter laws and the laws in his advantage. So the first chick he uh did this to, he basically got he got in there and he pulled on her heartstrings, you feel me? And then they start, you know, first was roommates, then start coming together. And they all the women said the same thing. Oh my god, he was tall, dark, and handsome, and he just started talking to me. And I didn't know he was just so smart. Oh my god! Uh. <laughs> like what? Jeez! Did this nigga kill somebody? I don't know if he killed somebody either. He was on the brink of killing somebody. That was the thing. But he used a squatter law. And I guess a squatter law is once you have in certain states, once you have mail sent to you, you are a resident of that house. And they can't kick you out unless they go to a legal eviction process. And that could take up to three months. Just imagine a motherfucker you don't want in your goddamn house. Walking around. Doing all whatever the hell they want. Not paying rent. And they looking at you stupid. Like, <laughs> I live here rent free. Nah. Squatter law. I can sit here. I don't give a damn. That's what he did the first one. Eating her food. Doing all types of stuff. And then her, like, landlord, he couldn't do anything either. You feel me? And then it started getting violent. So then she left, and the landlord had to deal with him for motherfucking years. He stayed in the house rent-free for years. And I'm like, damn, how's this nigga not rich? Bum-ass nigga. Staying on for years. He didn't pay no damn rent. He went to another person's house, ruined her damn life and career and credit and everything. Ruined her financially doing this squatter stuff. Then start getting violent. Then the last chick that he dealt with. Yeah. She was like, you know what? I'm going to fight this motherfucker. She started throwing parties because he didn't like drinking or smoking. Yeah, you don't like drinking or smoking, but you like choking out motherfuckers and sitting in the motherfucking house rent-free for years. You son of a bitch. <laughs> but yeah. You know, she start partying and stuff like that. He got all mad and started getting aggressive and then, like, choked her out and was like, I'll kill you. You keep drinking that weak-ass whiskey. You keep blubbing that weak-ass music, that weak-ass Wu-Tang, which is a lie. Wu-Tang is the shit. Wu-Tang forever, motherfuckers. Yeah. That was his sentiment. And then, uh, yeah, he got caught, and he did, like, I think two or three years of jail time load the bullshit. But basically, that was the last episode. Worst roommates ever. Look it. I had some bad roommates, but I ain't had a roommate that did no shit like that. Oh my God. Thank the Lord. Thank you, sweet baby black Jesus. Oh my God. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my goodness, bro. This is wild though. But yeah, man, it made me learn a lot of things about the law and stuff and how... You know, squatter law that needs to change. Change that law, people. Change the law out there in the States. Know your laws. You never know what people know and what they might use against you. Um, But yeah, man, this was a great series. It, I learned a lot. And it showed me, like, damn, these niggas are crazy. And it showed I am blessed to have the roommates that I have. Or that I had. You feel me? Even though some of them were shitty. And they know who the fuck they is. <laughs> oh, man. Once again, that was the worst roommate ever on Netflix. You know what? Like I say, I don't tell y'all to go watch it, nor do I tell y'all not to go watch it. You feel me? I thought this was really good. Whatever. Worst roommate ever. Get the hell out of here. No more bad roommates ever again. Anyway, y'all know what time it is. Oh, snaps. It is mean time. Ooh, good old mean time. You know, y'all know the format of the show, so I don't need to tell y'all. We about to just hop right into it. Uh, snaps. So we had the worst roommate, uh, you know, ever segment. So, you know, I had to bring a meme for it. And they got this white dude with a Dos Equis, and he's pointing with the wink. He was like, yeah, I see you. And it reads. You left your door open. I made the bed for you. Oh, my God, bro. If somebody came in and made your bed for you, would you be happy or mad? I don't know. Because, I mean, it's a good gesture to make somebody bed. But what the f*** you doing in my goddamn room? And one of the roommates actually did that in the worst uh, the worst roommate ever. He went into the chick's room and started rumbling through stuff and doing things and stuff. Crazy. What a terrible roommate. But at, least, at least he made the bed, right? Yeah. <laughs> All right, man. We talked about the WNBA, and you feel me? Hey, on this meme right here, we have LeBron James. Remember when he did the uh, the progressive commercial, and he dressed like Flo, and had the wigs on? <laughs> and they got three pictures. They got one where he got the blonde wig. He got another where he got the like brunette wig. And they got another where they photoshop a wig of him sad as hell because he must just lost another Laker game. You feel me? <laughs> And it reads, thanks, Joe, WNBA, here I come. (laughs) (laughs) He about to be yamming on motherfuckers. Joanna Man (laughs) 2.0. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my God, that is too funny. Jeez Louise, that is hilarious. Oh, my goodness. Juwan Lamp 2.0, coming to theaters near you, starring LeBron James. (laughs) Alright, man, we got another meme, and it got like an owl, and he looking, and then it got a tuxie pop, a tuxie bro pop, you know, the little sucker things, and it's pointing right at him, and it reads, if you get this, you have gray hair, and you know what, I do have gray hair, and I get this, y'all remember the commercial where I had the owl? How many licks do it take to get to the center of the tuxedo pop? One, two, three. And he's just right into it. And I know as a kid, everybody tried to bite into a goddamn tuxedo pop and think that shit worked, and it don't. Boy. You up your goddamn teeth. You're <laughs> hocking goddamn. Chip my tooth. <laughs> oh my god, bro. Why'd y'all promote that commercial on kids going to do that shit and they up their teeth? You motherfucking bastards. (laughs) Oh, man. Nostalgia. Isn't it great? Oh, man. Give yourself a hand out there if you watching or if you listening. I appreciate y'all. Thank you. The numbers are going up everywhere on podcasts and on the tubes. Especially on the tubes. I appreciate y'all. You feel me? I'm your host, Kamal. This is another episode of The Gab. I like to thank my sponsors, First Place Losers. The link to the description, I mean, the link to the shop, gonna be in the description below. Players sometimes too, you feel me? For my tubers out there, YouTube been around since two thousand five. I do not need to tell y'all what to do to get the video or the channel boom But for my potters out there, I'm on Apple Podcasts. I'm on Google Podcasts. And I'm on SoundCloud. All you gotta do is type in either the GAB or Kamal Johnson NT. Bam, i pop right up. That's on all platforms. Mm hmm. Yes. Wee. On that note, I'm about to be out of here. Peace. Oh, how the f- does a tax manager get paid the same as a WNBA WNB- player? Imposterous, I tell you. Compostors. This was good. This was good.